Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. My name is Mel. I'm Janet. And I'm Helen. Life happens around us so quickly, and we are already in the middle of the year. Crazy. In true ABG fashion, we decided to take this episode to reflect on this past year and how we're meeting our personal goals. And we also hope that this episode serves as a reminder to all of you to also just check in with yourselves, reflect on this past year, and envision what you want for the rest of this year. All right. So this time we actually did not do an episode about our 2023 goals so i thought i'd share a little bit of mine or the end of last year we did not yeah yeah we didn't so i was like oh i'll share some of my goals for 2023 yeah um the first one is i want to explore libraries more um oh, right cute. um i always loved reading but i think the reason why is because when i went to visit a library a few months ago it kind of surprised me how how, how happy i was when i was walking around the aisles looking at new books and it just made me feel like oh my gosh how can i read all these books during this lifetime, I don't know, but it just made me really happy to be there. It brought me back memories of like, my mom would take me on the weekends, we'll check out a stack of books and mm. I'll read all of them. So there's that. The second thing I want to do is like explore, I know, be in nature more, mm. which is something I would never have put down years ago because yeah. I'm not into that. Mel was like allergic to like I was allergic. The outdoor. <laughs> and my cure was my couch. Yeah. Um, but I, did, I, I didn't realize how inactive I was and I didn't move around much. And during COVID, I just... I kind of like leaned in into my comfort a little bit too much by being on the couch and that made a huge impact on my mobility, just my the way I saw myself and everything. So I'm trying to find ways to kind of like, I guess, romanticize nature and being and be in L.A. again. Yeah, so yeah. finding an excuse to get out there and not be stuck at home because it's easy to be in your comfort zone. And the last thing is really random, but I want to get a facial uh, for skincare because I think you also should indulge from time to time and take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've just never got a facial. I do like self-care math at home, but it's not the same as like going to somewhere and they're rubbing your face in a certain way. But those are some of my goals. But I also wanted to ask the both of you. Well, before you go to us, like (laughs) halfway through the year, have you met any of those goals? I have not gone a library card yet. I did explore different libraries in LA and I'm not a fan of any anyone yet but if you guys actually know any good libraries please let me know um the cerritos library is a very good it's one far oh that is far it's a little far i don't want to drive more than 20 minutes to go to a library okay mm. i'm also very biased because the library growing up was like a 10 minute walk mm. uh that's not fair nature surprisingly i've been out a lot more yeah mm. like what have you been up to farmer's course. market ray and i would go to a park and walk around we would just like be out and about yeah. I mean, because I now have an Apple Watch, I'm tracking my steps. It's actually another excuse. Oh, oh how do you feel about the Apple Watch? Are you like, I, I have to 
you know, make this goal each day or are you kind of just slacks about it? Sometimes I don't feel like I'm not hard on myself. I don't meet a goal, but it doesn't encourage me like, oh, I, oh, you're almost there. I might as well just go go out, go walk for. I actually walked a mile the other day just for fun. Wow, wow, for fun. <laughs> also, wow. listen to podcast. Wait, y'all, this is a huge. <laughs> That's a big deal. I know. There was one time we were staying at a, a retreat and walking to a cheesecake factory, less than a mile away. <laughs> I said no. Oh my gosh, do you remember? No, you got upset because your legs were getting itchy. <laughs> my legs you don't remember? itch anymore. Yeah. Really? Okay, maybe sometimes, but like. I literally walked a mile. I want to listen to this wow. 30 minute podcast. I wanted to finish it. Yeah. So I walked for 30 minutes. That is such a difference. We have pre 2023 so Mel. Cool. I know. Post 20 or into 2023 Mel. Yeah. It's been, it's been, it's something I want to continue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit about me. And I, those are, I guess those are things I'm actually like being in nature. makes me yeah. really happy or like just being active feels like I'm taking advantage of the day too. So mm-hmm. there's some things, but I do. My turn to flip it over and throw it to both of you all. If you guys have any goals you want to share or so like – or if you have anything that was notable that you're really grateful for, mm. please, I would I want to hear about it. They're both <laughs> like, like at each other. Oof. Um, I don't know if I had any specific goals for 2023. Mm-hmm. I think this past year is has been a very difficult one um, and not in the sense of just like like – mentally sad I think it's just been very busy Mm. Um, I don't think anyone who is planning a wedding ever thinks like oh I gotta plan a wedding with a baby in mind yeah that was definitely not in my agenda yeah did not expect to have my baby at my wedding but here we are you know and and not just that but it's like we have work we have our personal lives Mm. I you know I feel like I want to be like the best like daughter and wife and co-founder and co-host and all of that that I can be and still get my six to eight hours of sleep and still get my nails done you know what I mean so it like it takes a lot of time and energy and I there have been many days this past year where I just felt the weight of everything and I think generally I can manage my stress very well but just last week I think I was just like feeling this like major headache and this like literal weight on my shoulders and I was like I'm gonna meditate for a non-meditator, okay. Yeah. Lay down, turned on like a five-minute podcast on Spotify that was a meditation. It sucked. <laughs> I fucking hated it. I got through 1.5 minutes and I really tried. Janet, That's I really good. tried. That I'm like good. shocked that you even did it. Yeah. I yeah, tried. If you went through a minute. That's that how desperate good. I was. I was like, <laughs> I need some zen-ass energy. I didn't feel zen. And the whole time though, I was just like, Helen, you got to do this. You got to look up white dresses. You got to look up floral girl dresses. You got to like outline your mini show you got to like do all this and I was thinking that and the whole time she's like if your mind is fleeting come back to my voice and I kept coming back and I was like fuck your voice I, hate it. <laughs> I was like getting physically upset mm. so anyone out there that is a non-meditator I feel you <laughs> I think it takes practice I know it takes yeah, practice yeah. I know it works it but just... I'm very proud of you for trying it's, yeah if it's something that's so like outside of your nature to give it a try is great yeah it made me yeah. really angry I, my <laughs> body was like like convulsing <laughs> like <laughs> like meditating is not going to get my work done. Yeah. So um, try that. And um, I don't know. I just feel, sometimes feel like when if and for anyone out there and even for us, you know, sometimes when we're feeling so much stress or even mm-hmm. like sadness, like it can be debilitating, you know, as yeah. much as you are the type of person that can give advice to a friend and be like, this is how you get out of it. Just make a list, make a plan. Sometimes it's like you're just you're just literally unable to. You know, and mm. I think that's been going mm. on a lot where it's just there's so much going on that I can't get anything done. Um, but it's weird that like 24 hours after that or a few hours after those moments, like I'm 
back to being a regular happy mm. person that still feels very motiva- motivated with life. And um, someone had, one of my friends had asked me recently because they saw how stressed I was. They were like, Helen, like how happy are you right now? Mm. You know? And when I thought about that question, I was like, I think I'm actually like at an eight or a nine. And that's really like, that's, that's great. Yeah. That is really happy. You know, I think this is actually like one of the most content, mm. fulfilled and complete feeling of completeness that I've ever felt in my life Mm. while being so stressed and having these moments of just like pure anxiety or pure like fuck I can't do anything right now Mm. and I think going back to your question of like what what is it that is like making this happen is like the things that I'm grateful for you know Mm. I feel like throughout these past few years I've built up my life to have to be close to my family to have my own little family to have amazing friends and an amazing support system to have a job that I'm like very much loving and passionate about to feel like I have a lot of room to grow to feel you know financially stable I think all of these things are things that I as like a young Helen really really wanted Mm. for my future and now that I'm here it's like even if I have hard days or hard moments, I know that I can always fall back on the things that matter, Mm. you know? And it's just like these hard moments will pass, even though they suck, but like they will pass. And, you know, especially after having my son, like I will see him just laugh at anything and everything. Like yesterday we were playing with a a balloon, like a helium balloon that it has like a little thing tied to the bottom so it comes back down. I kicked it, it hit his head, and he was like, dying laughing he's like this is so funny and he started like closing his eyes and like headbutting it and trying to hit his head on it i'm like life is simple yeah (laughs) you know life is Mm -hmm. fucking simple like we complicate it way too Mm. much but um he's a good reminder and he keeps me grounded so overall i just feel very grateful for where life is right now and even though it's like probably the most stressful time i just want to sleep after all of this after the wedding is done like i just feel generally yeah Mm, grateful and happy Wow, that was so profound to say that you are incredibly happy, but you can still be stressed mm-hmm. out or have stress and anxious um, or like debilitating, like almost to the point of like overwhelm kind mm-hmm. of, um, that that is a phase and mm-hmm. it's not like the actual state of happiness that you're in. Yeah. 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 Separation that was like, oh, I didn't, I never thought of it to do that in my head. Yeah. Because I always associate stress with not happy. Yeah. But the fact that like it's just a separate, it's a separate feeling and I guess in, in some ways entity from yes. like mm-hmm. your overall happiness. Yeah. Yeah. And I, in those moments, I literally, cause I like tell myself this, I'm like, you know, you're a happy person, like get over it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but you can't, you know, in this moment, in those moments, you just had to let it pass. Mm-hmm. I also think about that for happiness. Like happiness is fleeting as well. Yeah. It's not always going to be there. And sometimes when I'm in that happy state, I get sad thinking yeah. that it's going to be gone. Ah. So it's like, it's a two way yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. But. Did you find, was there something that helped you kind of work through that state? Like when meditation didn't work, was it kind of just like... I think I, I just got up and I like went downstairs and played with my son. And then I was like, okay, got into a different mental state or like mm-hmm. go for a walk. And like 10 minutes, that like does it. That just mm-hmm. gets you out away. of that headspace. Yeah. But sometimes you just got to chip away at the things that you got to do. Otherwise, yeah. it's always just going to be this Overhead. weight that's yeah, not yeah. going to go away until it gets done. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Unless you change your expectations, but... I keep my standards high. <laughs> How about for you, Janet? Um, so what you said about the, you know, being like maybe stressed but also happy, that that kind of like lit a light bulb in my head because mm. I feel like I have been pretty stressed out for mm. a lot of this year um, and I've hit a lot of points of like overwhelm and anxiety and feeling kind of depressed. Um, and, you know, I've shared pretty openly I'm going through like a pretty serious but fast 
uh, relationship that mm-hmm. feels like there's sometimes a lot on the line because we both are looking for like our partner and we want a family and there's like a biological timeline. Um, but when I, yeah, if someone were to ask me like, how happy are you? I'm like, I actually am probably at like a eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and that, and that is really good. Um, and so that, that I feel like that rings true for me as well. Uh, and one of my major goals for this year was just to be able to like focus in on that relationship, to work through the relationship and to not be so tied to the outcome, but more Mm. just being very, very grateful for the opportunity to like love someone and be loved because I've been wanting that for like so long, regardless of the outcome. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for me, one of the moments that um, really made me smile was actually Father's Day weekend. Mm. And this relates to my partner, but also um, another thing on my list this year was to spend more deliberate time with my dad. Mm. So he is 74 and is going to finally be retiring. My dad, I think 74. 74. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And just retiring. Okay. And just retiring. And he is someone just like who loves to work and I think loves a routine. Mm-hmm. And also it's just, you know, I think for him it's always like, if I can work a little bit more and feel a little bit more financially stable, like that's, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of uh, people with like Asian fathers mm-hmm. will kind of relate. Um, yeah. So he could have retired at 65. But yeah. He kept going. yeah. And oh, he just wow, kept okay. going. And for the last like five years, uh, my parents, my sister, myself, my mom were all like, hey, you should go. And he's like, yeah, this is the year I'm going to retire. I think I maybe go for another year. You yeah. know, I think he, his, his uh, routine and his community, I think he is happy there. Yeah. Um, but I think he finally is like mentally mm. and emotionally ready to kind of like move to the next step. Mm-hmm. And so I want, you know, and I, my parents are getting older and I just want to have more time to spend with them. Mm-hmm. So the positive memory I have and the moment that I was really grateful for was Father's Day because um, my sister and her fiance and then Eugene and myself went to um, basically have like dinner with my parents. But it was like kind of a half day that we spent with them. Yeah. And my sister made dinner, but we all, you know, met up in the afternoon. We went to Orange County and uh, my sister has two dogs and we have Toby. And my sister had a splash pad for the dogs. Aww. So I felt like I'm like, this is kind of like, you know, we put it in the backyard for summertime for the dogs to play around. And I'm looking at like my parents and then them. And I'm like, we don't have kids, but this is kind of like yeah, what it would yeah, be yeah. like a your grandkids or like a family gathering. Save that splash pad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Save that splash pad for the kids. Right. Uh, but yeah, it was just a moment where like being able to have an insight into like, oh, what the next couple of years could mm. look like mm. to have like three or like two generations really close and then potentially a, a upcoming third. Um, and the moment that really like touched me was Eugene and my dad actually work in kind of, I wouldn't say this, I mean, I guess it's, it's technology, yeah. the industry of technology. My dad was an engineer and Eugene now is also working as a software engineer. And it's a very broad, like there's all these different ways or engineering like roles and stuff, but more or less like they are in like the same industry. Mm-hmm. And I remember before you we went, he's like, yeah, I actually kind of like, I'm thinking through some things about my future career and I'd. I think maybe your your dad might be a good person mm. to talk to. Oh, well, I was yeah. like, oh my God, he would love that. Yeah, like yeah. ask him about his work. And so for a good like 20 minutes, they just sat on the couch and like chatted about like about technology and work and like their career progression and that kind of stuff. And for a moment I was like, wow, these are two men in my life who like matter a lot and mm. that I'm really focused on for this year and wanting to have like deliberate, mm. um, strong relationships with. So I don't know. I was really grateful for yeah, that. Yeah, I'm like envisioning that moment, and it's like a very beautiful moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aww. <laughs> Toby was the only one that liked the slash pad. Oh, like the other two dogs around into it. I'm like, mm, no. Yeah. Thanks for sharing all these grateful 
like memories and like moments. I, I to be honest, like I this is me hella transparent. Walking into this episode, I didn't know how it'd feel. Mm. Um, because I think one thing I don't know I'm struggling with, but like I don't I don't I think hearing both your answers makes me realize that I actually am happy. I think lately in this season of my life, this past few months, I've been feeling a little like I don't say off. I've been feeling like my I've been I've been feeling a lack of inspiration. And for mm. me, that makes me feel like, oh, is something off with me? Like something wrong? Especially as someone who's worked in creative for years, not having that spark of something makes me feel weird. Mm. But Helen, when you're saying like you could feel stressed out, but you're still happy, it makes me think about like, yeah, I could be searching for the activity, the thing to inspire me, but I'm actually overall really happy with my life too. Like I can't complain. And when you talk about like Toby, Eugene... <laughs> Just kidding. Toby, the same. Just kidding. <laughs> Talk about your family and like hearing what you envision. Like it does. Like it's a another reminder for me as well because actually I don't know if I share with you both, but like Ray and I actually went back to my house back in the Bay Area and he stayed with my with my family, and just to see how him to see him interact with my mom and like offering to drive us to lunch and having a conversation with my mom and then then we'll switch off to grab dinner with his family. It's like it makes you think about like oh I am progressing in my relationship. Like this is actually coming together really well. And if you're like, oh, this was like, I, I think like Janet, again, like we're all both in a new relationship, but you'd want to see the relationship progress. But to see the families intertwine a little bit, you're like, oh, wow, it's a big step. It's a huge step. And we're moving forward. I do want to say thank you for you both to share sharing your guys's like memories. because I think it's a good reminder for me to be grateful because mm-hmm. it's really hard not to feel grateful sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but thanks for the reminder for sure. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. What about some moment this past year that made you kind of sad or made you feel a little disappointed in yourself? Okay, so it doesn't make me disappoint myself, but I think a moment I had was when I realized this is my last year living with Darlene. Mm. Oh, yeah. your roommate my ro- so many years. My roommate, like, I don't know, like seven, eight years. And I think it's because, like, now we were talking about it yesterday, um, and I was like, I'm like really sad thinking about it. I actually get really emotional because like Darlene for me, it's like when you meet someone, you live with them from when you're 24, 25 and on. It's like I'm 32 now. I live with her all these years. She's like for me home, like comfort. Like you go home to someone like she was she watched me get ready for dates. She watched me like go through work. Like she watched me start ABG and to have someone to see you as like this like developing human to like now in our adult like life is just such such a such a. I don't know. It's a bond and something I can't really like talk, put words 
into and mm-hmm. struggling right now. But mm-hmm. um, it does bum me out that I'm like, oh shit, this is the last, this is the last few moments I have with someone I really, really like care about and has been there for me during my darkest times. Like because you're at home, like she yeah, sees you everything. and through everything. So sorry, I don't want to say too much. I get really sad, but that Aww. is that's one thing I'm like, oh, I'm sad about. When is that going to be again? We probably move out like. January, February of next year. Wow. And your plan is to move in with Ray? Yeah. He actually yeah. asked me like yesterday, like, we want to move in together next year. I was like, okay. Oh, the You're like, uh, yeah, I expected it. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I, told, I told him, I was like, you got to formally ask me. Like, <laughs> we can't just assume. Wow. But I always tell Dar, I was like, can we please move in the same complex? Can we please live oh. like close by? Na- can we be neighbors at least? I just, I feel like this attachment to her. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. Does she feel the same way? She understands. Yeah, she feels. Even yeah. like for like now where we live, like we live with her boyfriend, Aaron. She said, I'm not moving in with my boyfriend unless you move in with her. So I think we both feel this sense of like comfort the with connection. each other. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so cute. And sweet. Really cute. And sad. But she'll be around too. But yeah. it just won't be the same. It won't be the same. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be the same. Yeah. Like, you me out? I'll yeah. Just but yeah. How about you both? So when you asked me this question just now, I, I think like as I was thinking about it earlier, like I had a different answer. But when you asked me, I was like, oh, actually this this, which I will bring up now. Yeah. Um, so I recently recorded an episode with my mom and uh, this is for my mini show. Mm. So I don't even know if it's going to be out <laughs> yet, but if it is, actually it is, it's going to be out soon. Okay. We're recording oh. this. Wait a minute. Yes. Anyway, we'll check it out. timelines. It'll still yes. be out. Yeah. Um, so it'll be out. Um, but I had asked my mom, this is for Spill the Baby Tea, or my, my mini show. And I had asked her, um, what is your giggle and drool of the week? That's mm. how I start off all of my podcasts. And she actually, before we recorded, she sort of like wanted to run her answers by me because she's speaking in Hoisan Wa and she wanted to make sure that like I was okay with the answers and all of that. Mm. So the first, I like to start with the drool. And so she asked her first answer, she started crying. And I was just like, oh. Her answer, um, was that she because it's like father's day i'm gonna start crying father's day had just um passed and then my grandpa actually passed this past year and so she was like my i'm very sad that this is my first father's day without a dad and i was just like damn mom we have so many answers left um it was weird because the way that i think i would have responded to like anyone else I would have been like, hey, let's talk about it. Like, how do you feel? Mm. But I think when it's with your mom, it's kind of like, I was just like, okay, mom. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You almost. What else can you answer this with? Because mm. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be a hard start, um, even for me. And I, I realized that the way that I respond to her is very much just like, you know, she has a lot of feelings and emotions too. But I grew up in a family where we don't talk about yeah. this stuff. So. I feel like lately she's been more open mm-hmm. with her emotions with me and it's just maybe like a natural Asian daughter thing, yeah. or at least in our family, to just be like, to hold strong or to yeah. try and move on to like a happier thought or something like that. So I did that for her or I did that, you know, in that moment. Um, and then upon thinking about it again, I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have, you know, maybe I should have let her just say that mm-hmm. on the podcast because that's how that is her drool. That's how she was feeling. Yeah. Um, because I've been spending a lot of time with my mom now because she's like, you know, comes by to help with my son and all of that. I feel like we are getting closer, but it's like, how do you get past that Mm. construct of, you know, your relationship dynamics with an immigrant mother that I think it's always going to be very unique and different, especially for our generation of having immigrant parents. Like, how do you get past all of that of what you're used to, to get to a level of like true closeness and best friendness, you know? Mm. And I think that was a moment that made me think maybe next time 
mm, I will yeah. be more open to it. But um, yeah, when that oh. came up, I was I was sad because I was like, this is the reality of where we are right now. Yeah. So. Well, thank you for sharing that. That was so beautiful. I know, and I, I feel I could feel your emotion. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of I can understand the sense that like I think it's really I don't say awkward, but I we've all been in situations where we see like our parents cry. And I think as their child, you're like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Because I think it's really, I don't want to say weird, but it does it, shake your, because they're supposed you, to be your you're, rock. You're, exactly. And right. I think, I think in this situation, you don't know how she had to console them because mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know what I it's need to do It's more out of shock you. that they're broken. Right. Yeah. And then you kind of want to like do your point, like sweep it under and kind of keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, well, first of all, I'm sorry about your grandfather. Yeah. I know that that's like really hard. And also your family is so close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I also wanted to commend that you for yourself. You're like, oh, I reflected later and I was like, I wish I would have handled that differently. And then you're like, next time. Mm. And that is, that's the thing that is going to help like move it forward. And your relationship with your mom is changing because it is so different. She's going to be like, she's here now and you're Mm -hmm. a mother too. Mm -hmm. So you're starting to understand things from her perspective in a different way. Um, but I think that's really, it'll be a really beautiful time in the next year, year and a half to see that naturally happen. I think so. I think it's a very large hump to get over just because it's like, it's just what you've known for 35 yeah. years of yeah. your life. You know, how do you change that dynamic? Um, but yeah, that's something that I hope that that was a sad moment yeah. that I hope to change in the near future. So, yeah. but yeah, have it for you, Jay. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that made me think more of just like the evolving relationships we have with our parents as they get older and they're start, you start to become like the adult figure a little bit and mm-hmm. being care, or taking care of them. My kind of moment that I felt disappointed in myself, actually, uh, it's I would say a couple of times this year, I will say generally I'm a pretty patient person. Mm. Uh, but a couple of times this year, because I am living with the person for the first time, <laughs> in like over a decade and I'm also, you know, trying to have a romantic relationship with this person. Sometimes when little like arguments happen, things, you know, you it just like rubs you even more than it would emotionally mm-hmm. and um, in terms of like my temper sometimes and my like fuse of being able to, uh, to be patient with things has sometimes been a little short. So uh, I think it was maybe like two weeks ago. I don't know if you ladies have seen. There's like this like reel uh, on Instagram going around. Where it's like, you know, what you thought moving in with your partner mm-hmm. would be like. And it's all these romantic like, you know, haha, like feeding each other snacks and like making dinner for each other. And then it's like reality. And, you know, you're just like in separate rooms and you see one person going, hey, blah, blah, blah. And the other person going, huh? Yeah, oh, go, man. What? <laughs> What'd you say? And I caught, I was like, oh my God, I am like, I've been doing that. And it's like throwing attitude sometimes in a way that is, mm. you know, it's like he'll like, I'll say something. And if he can't hear me, I get kind of like a little bit like, I'll just like scream louder. It's like a little childish, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but you, you get rubbed the wrong way where you're like, you kind of break that mold of patience a little bit. So I would say I'm a little disappointed in myself for some of those moments uh, in this past year. But I also think that I'm trying to know that it's different than like what I've been going through mm. and once again be like next time um and he's very kind about it we sit down and we'll talk about it. he'll be like hey let's not shout at each other from different <laughs> rooms and I'm like yes agreed on that thank mm. you thank you you know so <laughs> we've had that conversation before too <laughs> where it's just yeah, like okay. I'm not alone. I know you're screaming can't hear you yeah, yeah. just walk up to me <laughs> or text me text oh yeah oh yeah I'm gonna do that uh, oh. yeah 
Well, you're saying about you and Eugene, like the whole like talking over thing. Like I totally understand because like Ray and I do that sometimes, and I get really annoyed because like two things. Oh, this just feels like the so. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're, just, we're just always. Yeah, I think it's sometimes he's a type to like maybe he'll make a comment about his work. He'll be on his laptop, and I feel like, are you talking to me? Oh, you're like, just talking out loud. Yeah, so I'm just yeah. like, oh, what? He goes, oh no, I'm just talking to myself, and I'm just like. Okay. Or there's times when he's like, he starts telling the story in the middle about to go to the restroom and the middle of doing something. So I'm like going to the restroom door and you can see I'm like moving. Get the door open. He's like, oh yeah. And then I was like, hey, babe, I, I'm going to, I want to go pee. But I'm leaving the room. I can't yeah. Hear. It's kind of like you visually see I'm going to a different room that I need yeah. to close the door for. I think for me, maybe because like I'm like hyper attentive to these things. Like mm. if I'm with you both and like Helen's going to the restroom, I was like, oh, I'll wait for her to come back. Mm. I'll, I'll say like, oh, Helen's going to restaurant. I'll wait. I can, re- I can relate. I think for Eugene and I, it's more that we're both like really quiet people. And uh, then yeah. it's like, I can't, can't hear you. It's like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> and he mumbles gosh. too. And, uh, you know, and yeah. I sometimes mumble, but we've also had the like, um, you'll say something and then be like, what? You're like, I wasn't, I was just talking out yeah. loud. <laughs> but every time you say what, your anger increases times. Yeah. Time. It does. What? 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 <laughs> Have you done a situation though when while he's talking and then you walk away? <laughs> But I'm, but the thing is, you you start it as I'm walking. No, no, no. Like yesterday, Philip was talking to me, and then I like had to go pee or had to go to do something. I was already on my way doing something, so I could slowly just walked away <laughs> from him. He's and like then, talking. You're like, uh huh. And I think we've gotten to a place in our relationship where maybe that's normal. It doesn't happen all the time, but I think I was just like on my way up. I was like carrying a laundry basket yeah. or something. He's telling a story. I'm like, okay, okay, and I slowly just disappear. <laughs> But I hear everything that he had to say by the top of the stairs. He was done. And then I just like went really? on my way. But like, yes. I think we've done a little bit of that too. Where you just kind of like, okay. You just kind of yeah. like it. <laughs> He's like, what I say doesn't matter. I feel bad because I got to a point. I think I said this over dinner yesterday. I was like, he say something. And then Ray, I was like, Ray's like, make a comment. And I said, sorry, I stopped listening. <laughs> I said, sorry, I stopped listening. Man, I should be a better listener to my boyfriend. Wait, what do you mean? Like he's just telling a story and just said he okay he was okay so actually now I remember the story this is such a tangent he was asking Aaron we're at the dinner table he's like hey man have you seen the story about this the something the snail or some shit some TikTok the snail there's a snail TikTok reel I don't fucking know and he was like explaining it and I was like eating and watching my show so I like went back to my show and then he goes yeah right babe and I go what (laughs) and I go I'm sorry I I stopped listening I'm just watching my show it's also like I'm watching a show but he was also talking to Aaron. He addressed it to both of us. And I was like, okay. Hmm. (laughs) You know? Well, since we're doing an episode right now about us reflecting on this mm-hmm. past year, I think it's good to also look ahead, right? Mm-hmm. Let's look like far ahead. It's always good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it is for me, but it's, it's usually good to think like five years ahead. What do you envision for yourself outside of 2023? 2028. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Um, okay. Five years out. I, I envision, I don't know if this will happen, but I imagine at that point in my life, I will be very family focused Mm. and hopefully with my own nuclear family, um, if in five years, if it's within five years, I should, if I'm going to have kids, they will happen in that period. Um, And it would be either one or two kids and they would both be very young if if I do have kids. So 
I envision that I will be very wrapped up in family life, like creating um, structure for them, taking care of them, working with my partner to create the foundations of our family. Uh, and then for work-wise, I envision that we'll still be doing something. If I don't know how ABG may more for change, but I would envision continuing carrying on this mission or this work in some format. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also kind of envision doing something more in the health and wellness space. And I don't know what that is. Maybe that just becomes continuing my own personal practice. But I, I would love to see that carried through uh, in the next five years. Mm. Yeah. How about you, ladies? Hmm. Okay. So in five years, I'll be 37. I think I'd probably either have one child or be pregnant with some child by with then. something <laughs> something uh, to be honest yeah because as much as I want to say I'll have two kids I really don't know I think I actually might just be pregnant or have just one by that by then I think because Raina actually have been talking about our timelines recently and mm. I think it's been a little like we might need another like extra year or two before we start a family mm. so I was like okay that means I'll be a little bit older yeah um and I, I see myself I don't think I'll be owning a home then because realistically speaking I probably can't afford it right now. But I could see us in a nice starter home or townhouse that we're renting. They're probably trying to, you know, work our way to- towards a homeowning. Um, something we kind of talked about and it makes me question or like think about is um, I realize I don't want to let go of this idea of maybe we could be somewhere totally different outside of mm. California. I love Cali. I want to end up here. But I've been saying this for so long. The idea of exploring a different place has always been really enticing for me. And Ray's company is based in New York. And we were talking, I was like, oh, I was like, we want to move to New York next year? He goes, honestly, realistically, it doesn't make sense. But he goes, you could never know in the future. And I was like, wow, I actually like the idea you never know. There, what you if, like the idea of possibility. I love the idea yeah. of possibility because it makes me, it feeds into my dreamer st- st- uh, state. Because I remember when Ray was like, baby, it's not going to happen next year. We're not going to move. And I was like, oh, we're not going to do like a, an adventure just for a few months, mm-hmm. two months, he goes, that does not, doesn't make sense. I'm like, oh, I felt kind of like shut down. Like, mm. oh, my, my dreams, my my fantasy side is like not going to happen. That's the same with him and his dog. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> just shutting yeah. each other's I'll get him a dog down. when we get a house. <laughs> that's, okay, that's a good that's trade. A right? Yes. Um, but I think for me, it's like the idea, like when five years from now, what if that, what if we are in a different state for a short or short term? Mm. Yeah. And to explore, but be with each other. Be with each other. I was like, I don't mind being pregnant. Maybe in New York. I say this now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But you should go do it now. Do your travels now. I know. I mean, this is the thing is, we need to talk about it. But I don't think it just makes sense right now. Yeah. Mm. So as much as I like the idea of it, if I'm also in a relationship, I have to be my partner has to be okay with it. So yeah. I do think by that time, as a unit, I don't know where we're gonna be, like mm-hmm. location wise. But I do ideally want to be on my first child and be married. And to be honest, be in a financially financial place where I feel very secure mm-hmm. and just overall happy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I and I think recently you were like, I think he's the one. Like, he is the one. Well, yeah. Probably. Well, so you're in your future, you envision. We'll all be married. With him. He's there. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Calling, saying it right now. Dang. <laughs> you know, where's yeah. this? Just kidding. Not yet. Too soon. <laughs> Um, I think for me, like, I don't, I'm not the type of person that, do you, are either of you, like, do you actually have, like, five-year goals? Do you, like, no. write it down? No. no right? Okay. I you used to, yeah. kind yeah. of. Not anymore. Okay. 
because I don't either. So <laughs> I was like, this question, why am I asking it? Um, I think generally the type, the way I operate, it's kind of just like whatever I have in front of me, I'm going to do a good job at. Mm. And then that gives me more opportunities to continue doing the things the that I love. Thing. Yeah. So that's where I feel like I would only think about five years if I wasn't happy with where I was. Mm. But I think in general, I feel good. So I just kind of like naturally it. let things flow. And mm-hmm. I still feel like if I have big expectations for myself i'm bound to like disappoint myself too Mm. so um yeah i guess people operate in different ways but if i were to just think about like in five years just pure like environment what do i want probably yeah probably my second kid maybe third i don't know (gasps) i don't know if that's possible um but i would probably like that and then also to move into a house that has minimum four bedrooms maybe five it's just it's You're running great. out of space, yeah. It's cr- yeah, but which is wild. Weird, yeah. It's so weird. Like right now we're living in a 2000 square space home and it's like the biggest house I've ever owned and it's probably all I've ever needed. Like I grew up in an apartment that was less than 1000 square feet for six people. So like why does it, you know? But you feel it too, right? It's funny cuz you mentioned <laughs> she, I think she mentioned how I was like I think we ideally want to move to a bigger house. I was like really? And then I went over and I think it's just like now that you have a baby, he if has there's another room, one and who has the guest room. Yeah. yeah. And where if you have we a nanny in, you have like You're literally your desk. Yeah. You guys are cramming a lot of things. And like you don't have like you guys, you know, you guys both need office space. But the thing is, is like your parents stay over and then we have your second kid. You're like where you put the second kid? And then yeah. where they put your parents? In the living room. <laughs> and they wouldn't, they wouldn't want that. Yeah. So it's like this. it's champagne problems to have. OK. It's clearly. But hopefully in five years, that's where that's where we'll be. And also just want to be feeling very happy, healthy, fulfilled, content. Kind of like where, you know, I feel like where we are now, just yeah. like the next level of wherever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about for the rest of 2023? What are you all focused on? Shorter term. Let's think shorter term now. I think for me, I want to reach another level of creativity. Like I think I mentioned earlier, like I'm losing the sense. I feel like I'm struggling with like finding inspiration. So I want to be able to find it. And I think that all I've been asking around all my friends and the creative says like, how do you find inspiration? And like they've been giving really good feedback because the biggest thing someone told me and I love this answer. My friend said to me, my friend Michael my, from Jubilee was like, Mel, you just need to start living your life. Start living and you'll just feel inspired by everything you experience. And I just love that answer because I'm just like you just kind of in some sense, just be happy. Do the things that fulfill you. And I'm like, okay, great. That, that way I won't put much so much pressure on myself to be like, I need to be creative at all times, you know? And I think with that answer, what I'm leaning into for the rest of this year is I saw this quote or this reel on Instagram. It says, and it said like, your 30s are all about rediscovering the joys of when, of when you were 13. And I love mm-hmm. that idea. So for me, it's like, what did that look like? So, you know, whether that's like drawing or like, I don't know. Or for me, I kind of want to get into like photography more. I've been, I think I said last year too, but I didn't realize how much I love documenting memories. Like mm-hmm. to be honest, like I think I borrowed my friend's like camera last year and just taking photos of our friends mm-hmm. and your son at the museum. It just made me happy to say like I could provide these images for you that you could look at later. Mm-hmm. And that makes me really happy. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something I want to lean into uh, a bit more. How about you? Um, so for me, I, you know, I've said focusing on my relationship. Mm. I think more specifically, I realize now um, that my partner and I will do a lot of like talking through some serious things and we'll try to do like check-ins or we started setting this thing where every week 
uh, in the middle of the week. We're Janet, either... date with Boo. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we see it on our calendar. 6 p.m. Yeah. Wednesday. Every, every Wednesday. <laughs> and if it's not, it'll alternate between date nights and a check-in meeting. Because mm. we realize that checking in when you're on a date night could be kind of hard if you want to talk about something serious. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm like talking through that, I'm like, I actually feel like what I need to be focusing on for the rest of 2023 is the emotional aspect of it, is mm. to let myself feel and like fall more emotionally in love with him um, beyond just always like trying to make sure that our relationship is being built well, you know? Mm. Uh, So I think I'm going to focus in on that. Uh, I will not think. I know I will be. And uh, I also mentioned that my dad is retiring. And currently he, uh, every other Friday, he will go uh, and have like dim sum with my aunts and my uncles. So I'm thinking now that he's retired, I want to spend more deliberate time with him. Maybe yeah. I will drop in on one of those. That's really sweet. One of those meetings or yeah. just, because it's sometimes so hard to just find time over the weekend to like drive down to Orange County. Uh, so now that he has more free time, you know, like if he's going to come out closer this way, then maybe I'll, I'll do that. Or just finding different ways to be able to like spend time with him. Yeah. Um, because this is a very unique time that we'll never get back. Yeah, so. that's so nice. I want to hang out with your dad. Yeah, yeah. I have we met? No, I, I don't think I know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel like, like I there's never been too. opportunities. Uncle Jack, that, right? But now, uh, Uncle James. John, James, sorry, John. John Jack. <laughs> I think now that he's retired, he'll have more time. Yeah, and oh, Uncle yeah, Jay. Yeah. Like we call her. Oh Jay. yeah, yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh, cute. My rest of this year goal is just to get married. I yeah. like have no other goal in life right now. <laughs> then just to get, get the wedding right it's like less than two months thing. away we're like at four we have things we're still checking off from like four to five months on the checklist like before the wedding so we're pretty far behind and i think once that is done i want to be able to enjoy the day that's i want to be able to let go enjoy the day and then after that i just want to rest <laughs> and figure out what else i want to do next yeah. um i want to put my kid in daycare soon he's 18 months now he is still at home i feel very lucky that he's able to still be at home um and so i think around two years he's definitely like vying for like friendships and friends and he's just so social that i feel like i'm trapping him in our home like play read this book again play with that toy again have this balloon bounce on your face i don't know like it's I think he wants more human interaction. I think he's going to thrive in that environment. So um, definitely need to start doing that. I know some people sign up for daycares, like when the baby's still in their bellies, which is insane because of the wait list. Sorry, baby. You're just going to whatever school takes you. (laughs) So that's going to be at the end of this year. And yeah, trying to keep it simple. Oh, sorry, it's so cute. That's going to be such a big moment for all of us. I can see, like, all of us uh, waiting <laughs> for him to go. He goes to parks and he holds hands with girls already. What? He'll, like, lead them. Like, oh is it only girls? From what I know so far. Yes, and from oh my what gosh, I've seen. He's going to be a little That's Phil's son right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's my son. <laughs> We're going to end this episode with a lightning round. <laughs> exactly what she just said. So the first question is, what song describes the current state you're at right now? It's a song by One Republic called Sunshine. Okay. Um, it's kind of like uh, it's a little bit it's like upbeat but then what the lyrics actually are kind of talking about how life can be a little strange but then you like a little bit of sun so it's like addressing how like mm. weird life can get sometimes but then finding the sunshine in it mm. and I feel like that's I feel like this year has been very surreal and just different um, I like so that. yeah uh, mine is wheels on the bus go round and round oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, is my, the one with the kid <laughs> that is my most played song on spotify and you know life just keeps going round and round (laughs) (laughs) y'all it's also your baby's like favorite Favorite song song. that's why 
he goes more and more every time more and more and then he'll do this like round and round and he makes you do it too and it's just like yeah and then babies are crying on the bus and people are going yak 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 and then (laughs) you know mommy's saying shh daddy's saying i love you and which i always found weird i'm like no the Mm. mom says i love you and the dad says yeah Yeah. so there's different versions of it by the way where the mom says it i'm just like let's listen to that one he likes the cocoa melon one anyway he didn't like our version we tried to do a jazz version oh yeah we tried we did a couple of renditions for him he's like yeah Uh, my song is pure imagination it's an acapella cover by socal vocals oh i think they are either i think usc socal vocal Mm. or you or ucla anyway it's their um they're an acapella group they're this beautiful cover of pure imagination which is a song by gene wilder and charlie in the chocolate factory okay i think i played it like the other day and i actually started crying it was just so beautiful um just the idea of like going to like again like going to your imagination just mm-hmm. escaping this world it's just so dreamlike that i don't know it just makes it just the state i want to be in mm. second question is what is something that you're going to try to not focus on so much and like i guess like worry or stress about this year uh, i will say i will try and you guys both know this i'm always working on it it's like to to loosen my control of things wanting to think wanting things to go a certain way i feel like i like control a lot um so i'll try not to care as much uh i think i have the same answer but i I don't think i'm going to do it so i'm not going to lie to you all (laughs) that's another way to approach it (laughs) great do you have something else that you want to let let go of i don't (laughs) (laughs) she's holding on to everything that's good too um i'm going to try to be like more forgiving of like dog hair toby's hair because that's something i'm still trying to get Uh, used to mm -hmm. someone who's a new dog person it's getting better i'm like getting more okay with it but yeah yeah, I actually don't have – I'm, like, really trying to think, but I don't – yeah. I, I don't have one. Mm. Interesting. I don't have one. Maybe after the wedding. I'm too, well, like, in hyper-planning stress mode to be like, I'll let go of this. No, I won't. <laughs> if you had to find a word or a statement to describe what your hope for the rest of the year, what would it be? Stay in the present. Mm, I like that. Um, I would say happiness, fulfillment, health, and love are my words sounds like a chinese thing you find at a i know i'm too chinese (laughs) (laughs) no you can't be too chinese um mine is childlike wonderment Mm. i think everything what i'm talking about today just ties into just wanting to feel carefree yeah just come hang out with my baby dude yeah carefree i'm like make sure he doesn't fall (laughs) yeah that's true i'm like yeah that's it. I like that. Childlike wonderment. This is a great episode, ladies. I'm actually very, very glad that we took the time to reflect because, um, yeah, I mean, that's actually kind of the beauty of like what started our podcast. Mm, so that's true. we hope that you'll take some time to also reflect now that we're in the middle of the year. Think about how the first half of your year went and maybe what you want to change or focus on for the rest of the year. And with that, we will catch you all on the next episode. Bye. Bye.